Good evening. If you have your copy of God's Word, I'd like to invite you to open your Bibles to Acts chapter 4, verses 23 through 31. That's Acts chapter 4, verses 23 through 31. If you don't have your Bibles, it'll be on the screen for you to follow along. Scripture reads, When they had been released, they went to their own companions and reported everything that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. And when they heard this, they raised their voices to God with one mind and said, Lord, it is you who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them. who by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of our father David, your servant, said, Why were the nations isolate and the peoples plotting in vain? The kings of the earth took their stand, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For truly in this city there were gathered against your holy servant, Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the peoples of Israel. Verse 28 to do whatever your hand and your purpose predestined to occur. And now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant it to your bondservants to speak your word with all confidence. While you extend your hand to heal and signs and wonders take place in the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And verse 31. And when they had prayed, the place they had gathered together was shaken And they all were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God with boldness. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I ask that you would just bless the reading of your word. Lord, I ask that you would hide me behind the cross, that it be less of me and more of you. Lord, I ask that you would just uh, open our hearts and minds to what you have to say today through your word in Acts chapter 4. God, I ask that you would just help us to uh, apply this text uh, to our lives and the way we can carry it out and maybe spread the word to others who are in need to hear. Lord, I ask this in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. At the center of every storm, there is an eye. And in that eye, there is this comfort, this sense of peace in every eye of the storm. However, it is still dangerous to be in that eye of the storm, but we can still have peace because we know that God is right there in our midst. And in the same way, we can have peace in times of trouble. We can have faith in God because we know that he is right there in our midst in times of trouble. Here in the text, we see Peter and John, they had just been released from prison. They had just gone through trial and tribulation. They had been persecuted for their faith, but they openly raised their voices to God, and they prayed to him, asking for his power and help. And in the same way, some of you here today are dealing with times of trouble, you're dealing with trouble in your life, and you don't know how to respond, 
you're wondering how can I practically cry out to God or, or how can I have faith in God? Well, today, we can remain faithful to God in times of trouble. Well, you might be asking, how can we have faith in God in times of trouble? How can we remain faithful to God in times of trouble? Well, in Acts chapter 4, verses 23 through 31, our text gives us three ways we can remain faithful to God in times of trouble. Number one, we can remain faithful to God in times of trouble by crying out to God in prayer. Look at the first part of verse 24. The text says, and when they had heard this, they raised their voices to God. I want you to look at this word raised for a second. This word raised in the Greek really means uh, to take up or to lift up. It is an action that is being taken place. But here Luke is saying that, that Peter and John, they openly, they raised their voices to God. They lifted their voices, crying out to him in prayer, asking for his help in times of trouble. In church, we ought to do the same thing when we're dealing with trouble in our lives. Now, this prayer that Peter and John prayed, this wasn't an open, an open prayer that was open to the whole community, but rather they, they still openly went out and they prayed this prayer, and the community joined them in this prayer, praying to God in times of trouble, asking for help. Take, for example, Jesus Christ. Before he went to the cross, he was, his heart was troubled, the scripture says in Matthew chapter 26. He knew what he was about to go through was a very difficult time even though he had to go through that, he had to die on the cross in order for us to be forgiven for sin. But he knew that he needed God's help. He, the Bible says that he fell on his face before God, and he cried out to his Father. And we ought to do the same thing, guys, when we're dealing with times of trouble. Cry out to God in prayer. Now, you might be asking, what does that look like in the life of a believer? It's okay, we can just simply say cry out to God in prayer. But what does that look like? Well, maybe some of you here, you're dealing with some issues you know, with your family or you're dealing with stuff with your, your relationships. You never know. But maybe getting on your knees before God before you go to, go to bed at night. You know, praying to God. Maybe gather your family around and, and pray together as a, as a family in unity, just like Peter and John did here in this text. They openly cried out to God in prayer with unity. James chapter 5 verses 13 says, is anyone among you sick or is anyone among you trouble? He should pray. In church, we should pray to God we should actively cry out to him in times of trouble. So not only should we cry
cry out to God in prayer in times of trouble, but also we can remain faithful to God in times of trouble by simply knowing who God is. Look at the second part of verse 24. It says, yeah, they raised their voices to God with one mind and said, watch this, Lord, it is you who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything that is in them. Peter and John, they, they called him Lord, or some translations will say sovereign Lord or master. But the word sovereign Lord or Lord in the text, it means an absolute ruler or sustainer. They addressed God as the sovereign Lord, the one who created the heaven and the earth, they knew who God was. And that's what that word sovereign Lord means. It means a ruler, a sustainer. He sustains all things because he created all things. He has no beginning and he has no end. He is eternal. Psalm chapter 46, verses 1, says, God is our refuge and strength in times of trouble. And my friends, we ought to know that God is our strength. He is our refuge. We can look to him. We can remind ourselves daily of who God is, whatever we're facing in our life as believers. He's the God who never fails. He keeps his promises. He is the sovereign Lord. And here, as Peter and John address God when they were going through this time of trouble, they had just been released from prison. They had just been tried for proclaiming and preaching the gospel, proclaiming Christ's name. They were beaten, but yet they knew who God was. They addressed him as the sovereign Lord who made the heaven and the earth. He's the ruler. This would be just like me going home, and instead of being at school, I go home, and I'm under my dad's roof. My dad is the ruler of the house. He's the sustainer of the house, not me. And in the same way, God is the sovereign Lord. He is the master and the ruler of our life. And here in the text, Peter and John remembered who God was. In times of trouble. Now you may be asking, what does just simply knowing who God is look like in our lives in times of trouble? Well, how do we know who God is? By knowing the scripture, knowing God's word, reading it. The beauty of God's word is what tells us who God is. Maybe this is have Bible studies with your family. Memorize scripture that, that apply to certain situations in your life that you can go back and read that will help you in times of trouble. We know who God is by his word. Prioritize the word of God. Don't stray away from God's word no matter what you're going through. I know it's very easy to do that. I've done that sometimes in my life. But when we read God's word, we are remaining faithful to him because we know who he is in times of trouble. He's the sovereign Lord. 
the master, the ruler, and sustainer of all things. Thirdly, we can remain faithful to God in times of trouble by knowing that the power is in God's hands. Knowing that whatever we're facing, it's it's not in my control, but God controls all things. The power is in his hands, in his hands alone, to get you through whatever you're going through. Here in the text, Peter and John, they knew who God was, and they knew that the power was in his hands. Look at verse 30. The text says, while you extend your hand to heal, and signs and wonders take place through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. They openly requested to God to give them the power to go back out and preach and teach God's word, even though they just had been imprisoned and they had just been tried for their faith in God and they had just been going through this time of trouble. But they still asked for God's boldness. They requested to God not to re-receive the Holy Spirit, but that the Holy Spirit would give him like a spark of more power to do his work. Because at the time this was going on, this was a very harsh time where the preaching of God's word must, it had to be done. This was a lost age. Notice how uh, the Lord responded to Peter and John's prayer. Look at verse 31. It says, And when they had prayed, this is after they prayed, the place where they had gathered together was, watch this, shaken. The place they gathered was shaken. God responded to their prayer. He shook the place where they were in. And the text says, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God with boldness. I want to go back to that word shaking for a second. Now, this shaking that took place is not because of Earth's natural cause by just a normal earthquake. This shaking that took place had to do with the showing of the omnipotent power, the powerful hand of God to show his disciples and Peter and John and all the believers that he is there. He is omnipresent. And he's always there with his people. They prayed. God responded. He shook the place and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Now this filling of the Holy Spirit is not like a second Pentecost. But it is just a, a, a new spark of helping them stand before the chief priests and the elders at the time to boldly proclaim God's word because they needed that in order to get through this times of trouble. And my friend, whatever you're facing, we can remain faithful to God because 
we know that the power is in God's hands. He is the all-powerful God. There is absolutely nothing God cannot do at all. No matter what you're facing, no matter what your circumstances or situation is, God is faithful and he keeps his promises and he, there's nothing that God cannot do at all. There's nothing too big for God to handle in your life. I have no idea what any of you are going through in this room right now tonight. But I'm here to tell you, if you know that the power is in God's hands, you can relax and have peace in your heart that God is who he says he is, and he will be there with you. Some of you here, as we were just uh, going through prayer requests earlier, are dealing with health issues or going through some problems, like maybe you had a friend or two that had just been in a car accident. These trials and these troubles that you're going through in your life, God knows and he sees it all and he wants you to know that he is there in your midst no matter what he's bigger than your cancer he's bigger than your cold he's bigger than any and everything that you're going through the Lord is faithful one of my favorite preachers of all time his name is Dr. Charles Stanley I still listen to him every Sunday. I love Charles Stanley. And he said this. When trouble comes, rely on the power of God. Know that God has the ability to take care of you. And church, when we are going through times of trouble, when we're going through tribulation or persecution for your faith, maybe just like Peter and John for preaching God's word, We can know that the power is in God's hands and we can rely on his ability to take care of us because God is amazing and he's the God who has all power. He's bigger and better. He's the creator of all things. Well, How do we know that the power is in God's hands? Or what can we do? How can we respond to that? What can we do since we know that the power is in God's hands? Keep on going. Press on, my brothers and sisters. Do not quit. Don't quit coming to church. Don't quit the faith. Don't give up on God. You know why? Because he will not give up on you. He is an awesome God. We see a time and time and over and over again in the book of Hebrews, the author, he continues to say, endure to the end, press on. Because in the end, God is faithful and God is the God who never fails. Jesus is Lord and Jesus loves his children. And he is there with you no matter what you're going through. George Mueller recorded over 5,000 prayers. And he recorded 5,000 prayers. He recorded the prayers that God answered. And he just recorded prayers in general. Maybe the prayers that God hadn't answered. 
Church, when we pray, like Peter and John did here in this text, God answers. God answers prayers. He answers the prayers of those who believe in him. He loves his children. If you're a professing Christian in here tonight, God loves you and he hears your cry. He hears your prayers in times of trouble. Even though it may not seem like it, he is there no matter what. And church, we can have hope in Jesus because of who he says he is in his word. So tonight, how can we remain faithful to God in times of trouble? Number one, we can cry out to him in prayer. Number two, we can know who God is by knowing the beauty of the word, studying his scriptures for what it says, for who he is. And number three, we can know that the power is in God's hands. Amen? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just want to thank you for this uh, opportunity to be able to preach and teach and exposit your word for what it says. Lord, help us to uh, actively get in the word, actively pray, cry out to you when it may look like there is absolutely no hope to get through whatever we're going through. But God, you're, you're the one who never fails. You keep your promises, God. And Lord, we're thankful for that. And Jesus, we love you. And help us to take and apply this message to our hearts and our lives. And help us not to forget what was said. And Lord, we love you. And I thank you. We praise you. And it's in Jesus' name. Amen.